you can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Going in raw is now a CastBox original. CastBox is the fastest growing, highest rated podcast app on both iOS and Android, where you can find all your favorite podcasts. You can still listen to Going In Raw wherever you get your podcasts, but we hope you'll give CastBox a shot. We think it's the best. Hey, Brendo, Steve here. And yeah, welcome back to Matt Chat. That's right, it's Going In Raw, Matt Chat. It's the best wrestling show that we've got going here, Going In Raw channel. Be sure to subscribe to us on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> and hit the subscribe button, notify bell next to it, <laughs> and then uh, check us out also on uh, audio podcast apps. Hey, a great free, easy way to support Going In Raw is uh, by downloading the CastBox app yeah. uh, and uh, subscribing to us and then uh, leaving us a comment. Correct. Or uh, like a rating or a review or something. Or a like. Or a like. Share it. Tell your friends and your mom, and then uh, tell her to go to friendomarket.com, yeah. which is our new merchandise store. Yeah. We've got uh, a bunch of shirts. We have a shirt and some prints. At Pro Wrestling Tees, we have a lot of shirts. ProWrestlingTees.com slash going in raw, but Frendo Market, we make more money off that. Um, and then, of course, the Patreon, which is where we get all of our video questions. This is my favorite going in raw show we do. I mentioned this to Larson. Everybody on this Matt chat... They're all, they all seem like the most good-natured people. Yeah. We have a lot of good-natured friendos, and it makes it's, my heart warm. It's great. Yeah, it's fantastic. Except for Adam Mayhem. He's a pile of crap. No, he's not. Hey, God, I hate him. He's all, oh, I hate him. Anyways, um, you know how I absolutely adore Maya Dope? It's her birthday, Happy Larson. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to, to Maya Dope. You. Anyway, she's got a Matt Chat question. Let's take a look at it. Hey, friend, this is Mr. Dope's daughter here. And today is Wednesday, July 11th, and it's my birthday today. So um, I wanted to ask you guys, when do you think Kane is going to turn on Daniel Bryan or Daniel Bryan's going to turn on Kane? Thank you. All right, Maya. Well, well thank again, you, Maya. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Um, I'm not sure that we're going to see Kane turning on Daniel Bryan. Uh, we saw that happen before. They've referenced it a lot during their you know, current incarnation as Team Hell No. Um, I don't know if anybody really wants to see that. They, I, I feel like they're going more towards a Daniel Bryan-Miz situation. Yeah. Um, they've been building that obviously for literally like seven years now. Mm-hmm. Um, so and and I yeah I I don't know I think Kane number one uh, real Kane he, uh, he's got a, an election to win come November I think yeah he doesn't want to turn heel prior to an election yeah I think that's probably like maybe not maybe they have maybe they don't care that seems like a blunder but maybe what's that turning heel before an election <laughs> right exactly. <laughs> works for some people. Um, but, uh, yeah, in his case, I don't think that he's going to want to be 
all rude and stuff. No, this is a kinder, gentler Kane we see in our televisions. Yeah, I think right it's now, gonna, and I think, I think it's going to remain that way. way. Um, I don't think there's going to be a turn. I don't think Kane's turning on Daniel Bryan. I definitely don't think Daniel Bryan's turning on Kane. Um, but uh, the reason I'm going to say a turn won't happen is because Daniel Bryan's out the door come September 1st. He's <laughs> heading to Ring of Honor. No. Unless he gets a contract no. of his, no. to his liking yeah, from they, WWE. And they'll give him that. They'll oh, I don't know. Him. Here, Dude, come on. WWE's pretty stubborn about things. Do, what does WWE now have a lot of? They have a lot of money. Yes, they have but a lot of really money. I don't think that's what Daniel Bryan's concerned about. They have a lot of money, and they have a lot of leverage. They, they'll just say, you want 100 dates? Fine. Because they know if he goes to Ring of Honor or New Japan, woo, all that buzz, ooh, ooh. I hope they know that. Ooh, they, they should be. They can be pretty stubborn at times, though. Well, anyways, hopefully he will be too. He's got a lot of leverage. People he love does. Daniel Bryan. He has a ton of leverage. Yeah, and I hope he utilizes every bit of that leverage to get exactly what he wants. I hope he does too. I think he will. I think he will. And if he does, great. And that means he stays in WWE, great. And gives him the largest platform to do what All he, he wants to do. All he has to say is, Randy Orton gets to do it, why can't I? Yeah. There you go. I wonder if Daniel Bryan has his own bus yet. If not, that should be part of the deal. That should be part of the deal. Yeah. That's part of the deal right he there. He should get his own bus. A bus for, for himself and Heck Bree. yeah, man. And maybe he'd get like a better merch designer. Well, that's kind of a, I mean, if I was negotiating with WWE, that'd be like tops on my list. Yeah, most on priority. And I would. And it seems like most wrestlers should make that tops on their Who list. Who would you get the, to do the your... designer? Um, probably the dude that does Seth Rollins stuff, not his WWE stuff, his uh, his wrestling schools merch, because that's pretty much across the board awesome. Yeah, man. Yeah. Also, the dude that does Pete Dunn stuff. Yeah, it's good stuff too. And yeah. then and you, you do good merch too. So oh, really? Thanks, man. You know, I do. I did the going in raw Slayer shirt. I know. And the swell. It's over there. That's it over there. Anyways. Uh, okay. Well, moving on. Okay. Uh, oh, next. We got a question from the H champ himself. It's time for some chit chat with the champ with Adam Mayhem. Let's see what Adam Mayhem has to say. Buenas tardes, friendo universe. Bienvenidos to another edition of Chit Chat with the Champ. Ooh. Now, Steven Larson, I have a question for you. Give the fact that Leva Bates paid homage to Hulk Hogan by swerving the entire wrestling universe and joining George Trilly to form 5,001 reasons to stand. Oh, yes. Hashtag 5,001. And it was on the anniversary of Hulk Hogan joining the NWO. Now, my question to you is, what have been the greatest wrestling swerves? The ones that you didn't see coming and the one that actually panned out at the end. Obviously not counting... Hogan, DNWO, and Leva Bates with yours truly. So anyway, guys, Larson, Hardy Handshake, and Steve, come on, man. Come on, just sweet me. Just sweet me. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Thank you, Adam Mayhem. You're going to too sweet him? No. He's our H champion, man. <laughs> Garbage. No. Get that. T- we need to get that title off. You and I need to get our heads together and figure out how we can get that title off him. I'm... Actually, completely happy with who's carrying the H title. 
Like I said, there's only one person, maybe, and that's maybe, that I would throw Adam Mayhem aside for, and that's Minoru Suzuki. And that's even a maybe. I can't believe. There's so many people we can make real money with. Adam Mayhem. I will never He's a too, great choice. I will never too sweet him. I'll never too sweet him. Yeah, you him. will. You will. Ryan was a great choice. Leva Bates was a pretty good choice, too. She was in cahoots with Brian Zane. But who was a better choice, apparently, because who won the match? Hey, Adam I, Mayhem. I found our shirt. There's a Slay shirt. Steve did a great job designing that. Thank you. Anyways. Um, but he's not a great judge of champions, however, because Adam Mayhem's a fine champion. You should support our champion because he's carrying our title. We need to put our title over. Shut up. Greatest wrestling swerve ever. Oh, is HBK kicking uh, Murray Gennetti in the face and then toss him through that barbershop window on the good one. Brutus's barbershop segment? Because it seemed like reconciliation was at hand. Yeah. There was beef between the Rockers. Seems like they were going to settle that beef. Instead, HBK amplified beef by tossing Marty through that window. Why didn't, why didn't Marty see that coming? Shawn Michaels was wearing all black, black leather. He's he he's I guess he's just not into like you know the the most commonly used uh, uh, entertainment media tropes. Yeah, man. You know, yeah. He should have known. He yeah. should have known. That is a great one though. Classic. It is a classic. Another classic one is The Rock at Survivor Series '98, Deadly Game. Best pay per view ever. Yeah, probably is. Probably is. Fantastic. Um, of course, uh, you know people hated him. And they loved him. Walking into that, they loved him. Then they hated him again because he, that was a mastermind. That was a brilliant, brilliant pay-per-view. Twists and turns, and nobody saw his turn coming. Mm -hmm. And then he swerved everybody, became the corporate champion. And, and a finish that uh, mirrored what happened just a year earlier Yeah, during the Montreal screw job. Another, maybe, probably the best wrestling swerve of all time, but that was like a real one. Yeah, I it was think, a real swerve. I think our champion was uh, talking about... No, I'm happy you called him our champion. Our champion, champion. No, sorry. our champion. Sorry, our champion was he, asterisk he won the title fair and square has a has a championship ever like the first person to has it ever been an well pat patterson yeah he won a tournament he's like that didn't he's happen. like our pat patterson no because that made him actually won a match mm. and there's documented evidence of this match i mean you know when's that episode gone up is it already up yeah it should be okay nice it should be well it should, done good it job. should have gone up yesterday you did great but it might go up tomorrow or right. no, sorry later today okay it'll go up sometime during the course of this weekend where this uh, episode is happening. Montreal screw job. That has that's gotta be the, the best like real swerve, right? That or when uh, uh Moolah like stole the belt from Wendy Richter. Ooh, that was rough. That was super rough. Or like Vince Russo Hulk Hogan. So I'm not sure. We don't know. How much of that was real is or not. Is that an actual swerve or no? Did know. they all know? Did they not know? know? I don't know. It was very confusing. Did Hulk know? But I then feel he like didn't know? I feel like Hogan was confused by all of it too. <laughs> He maybe he wasn't paying attention during Hence the meeting. The lawsuit, so he wasn't paying attention during maybe the meeting. Maybe not. I don't know. <laughs> In his trailer, because he just figures whenever when anybody ever talks to him about booking a match, all they're saying he, is he listens for one word: win. <laughs> he he listens. He listens for the point of the match where he drops a. He just assumes that they're saying so. At that point, you drop a leg drop and you win. Yeah, he figures that's how the conversation goes. Yes. Yeah. But it didn't go that way. Because it seems like to date, 95% of the conversations been involved in the wrestling world have ended that way. And they and then he sued Vince Russo for not having that conversation. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, uh, thank you, Adam Thanks, Mayhem, champ. for your question. Question. What's it going to take for you to, to accept him as our champion? I don't know. What's it going to take? Money. Him doling out money. Give me a, give me a deposit for that title for one thing. He's probably going to lose it. Nah, 
He won't lose it. He'll lose it. He won't lose it. What's he going to take? I don't know. Proving himself. Prove, he has to I mean, prove he himself. He, he beat two of the best in the business. Did you not even watch the match? I was sitting right next to you. He won the match. Leva Bates destroyed Joey Ryan's head with her that heavy title of hers. Yeah. And then he got the pin. Yeah. Taking advantage of the situation presented to you, man. I was like, no, man, no. No good. He needs to prove himself. Bonafides. Credentials. I think he did. Anyways, our next question from uh, Stevie Bradley is uh, more of an existential uh, question. Um, I believe he's the one previously who asked us if we could be any title belt. Who would we be? Which belt would we be? In a similar vein, he asked this question. Let's see what Stevie Bradley has to say. What's going on, friendos? It's the enforcer, Stevie Bradley here. Matt chat question as I wander around the warehouse. Really want to know. Get deep inside of the H title. How's it feeling right now? Is it happy? Is it sad? Is it scared? Is it confused? Is it just looking for Steve here? Just let me know your thoughts right now. Let's get inside of the H title. What's it thinking? Is it happy that it's seeing Mayhem naked all the time? Let me know your thoughts, guys. Why can't Stevie Bradley be our champion, our H champion? He's cool, man. He always has cool questions. He yeah, yeah, he does have good look, questions. He has a cool look to him. Yeah. He's a legit enforcer. Yeah. I love All those Steve things Bradley. are true. Yeah, man. Thanks for your question. Yes, thank you. You got to go first. Hates titles. Miserable. Absolutely miserable. I've never been to Adam Mayhem's apartment or whatever his living situation is. Probably smells. Probably is funky as What well. was the previous situation for H-Titles? H-Titles? In that locker back there filled with your crap undies. Man, if I could be. So if, 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 if it's out of there, just whatever it is, pretty much, it's a step up. Yeah. All right? At least right now, it's not completely ensconced in your foul poopy smell you like seem, it is in the locker back there. You seem like a, a happy guy for the most part. You, always you don't have to know be, me very well then, do you? You have to be around. Well, you have a smile on your face and laughing right now. Uh, you're always around my poopy undies and me. Yeah. You're not in like the darkness or anything. No. But still, I don't know. I think the H title had it pretty good. He was just chilling in that closet over there. And now I guess to chill out in, in the light. He gets to sit uh, apparently on Adam Mayhem's mantle. Ew. A, a place of honor and prestige. Um, sitting uh, and then, you know, when it comes to actually perform in a show like championship titles are supposed to not sit in a locker 24 seven. Um, it's out there. It's around the waist of one of the best and hottest uh, talents working the indies these days. You know how flaky my finger is. Yeah. You know you're losing this argument, so you're just going to be rude. No, they sell miserable right now. Are you kidding me? No way, man. It cannot be worse. It's a terrible situation to be in. You know what, man? I'm, I'm done with this. Can we just talk to Minnesota Joe? I like Minnesota Joe. Yeah, Minnesota Joe's great. He's like my favorite. He's my second favorite. Finally! Minnesota Joe has come back with another Matt Chat question. Hey guys, sorry I've been gone for a couple weeks. It's just, you know, had a lot of stuff going on. I went on a family vacation and when I got back I had to go to a funeral unfortunately and, you know, just been busy lately. But hey, now I'm back with another Matt Chat question. And this week, uh, you know, since uh, we had so many big events over the weekend with uh, New Japan and even uh, the biggest title defense of the century of Adam Mayhem versus Joey Ryan for the H title. Uh, by the way, congratulations, Adam Mayhem, on the victory. Uh, but Steve, 
since you got the ghost of Joey Ryan to come back from the dead to have a match against him, that's really impressive. I want to know who's the next wrestler you're bringing back from the dead to take that title off of Adam Mayhem. I want to know. And Larson, uh, say someday Adam Mayhem loses the title, which I don't know if it'll ever happen. I feel like he's going to have a Bruno reign. But if that were to ever happen, who's the next guy you're going to have uh, like fight for you? I mean... Any, uh, like, uh, any wrestler, you know? I mean, if you want me to. I mean, sure, I never wrestled in a match, but I did fight Taekwondo when I was younger, but I don't know if you want to do that. Well, thanks, friendos. Too sweet and a hearty handshake. Thank you, Minnesota Joe. Thank you, Minnesota Man, Joe. Man, it's another, good to have him back. It is another Adam Mayhem-focused question. See, he's captivating the imagination of the friendoverse. You're, dude, you're, you're torpedoing the show. Are you going to put that son then, of a bitch then, in, the t- in the thumbnail? Now that you mention it, maybe. But, Please don't. Um, I mean, everybody's asking about H title, Adam Mayhem. People want to know, isn't no, this don't. proof positive that we're doing something right? No, man. Nobody, that he's doing something right? Oh, man. These guys are all fools. Minnesota Joe's a fool. How dare you? How dare you? Okay, I've said this earlier in the show. There's only one person I want to have the H title other than Adam Mayhem, and that's Minoru Suzuki. Whenever Adam Mayhem um, signed with Ring of Honor, NXT, um, New Japan, whatever, then... Uh, I don't know. I'll, I'll see if I can get Minoru Suzuki in the challenge. Isn't Adam Mayhem like in his mid-50s? He's not signing up with any of those places anytime soon. He's Virgil Flynn III for life, man. Oh, no, man. The sky's the limit for Adam Mayhem. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Uh, oh, I'll go first. Um, it's Eddie Guerrero. Oh, you already went first. <laughs> I'll go second. It's Eddie Guerrero. Here's the thing about Adam Mayhem. What does he obviously like to do? Win. Cheat. Cheat. He's a cheater. How did he cheat this uh, on Saturday? He didn't cheat he at had all. Somebody, he had somebody else. It's a no DQ match. It's a triple Joey. threat rule, triple threat match. There's no DQ. There's, there's no cheating involved. He didn't cheat at all. Well, I've seen him cheat before. He's used low blow plenty of times. He right, is he a cheater. That's what he does. Who's a better cheater than him? Eddie Guerrero. That would be, be, be great. You want to see that? That would yeah. be a great match, and it would be great to see uh, Adam Mayhem retain that H title. You're just you're you're literally just trying to tank our ratings. I'm putting over our champion, Steve. Something you should try to do from time to time. You should try to shut up from time to time. Let's. You know what? I, I need I need a palate cleanser. All right, Ao Worm. I know he's got a non Adam Mayhem question because he's always got good questions about stuff that I like. Let's hear what he has to say. What's good, everybody? It's your boy Ao Worm here. So, Steve Larson, do you think that the heel face spectrum? should be deleted like not be a thing anymore and wrestlers should just be all tweeners and then just decide between the matches who's going to be play heel and face or do you think that the heel and face spectrum play a bigger role into it because i personally feel like tweeners have more freedom to do more things and act a different way and more comfortable for them but what do you guys think all right guys take it easy Thank you, A.O. Worm. Thank you. Oh, man, thank you. Thank goodness. It's about time. You see, what's great about Adam Mayhem is he's neither no, nothing, heel nothing, nor face. He's just wrestler. He can work face. He can work heel. He's a tweener. You see, he may cheat from time to time, but people love him. Okay, stop talking about Adam Mayhem and answer the question. Should wrestling get rid of the heel? No, I'm not necessarily they should. Across the board, no. I think what what wrestling should focus on, especially creatives, is uh, developing just more well-developed, complex, and interesting characters. Yeah. Um, Because then they'll have, I want to say, you know, they'll they'll, they'll have teener, tweener, tweener, tweener tendencies if you just write them as 
fully developed, complex people. Mm-hmm. Instead of just smiling good guy, mm-hmm. uh, sneaky cheating bad guy. <laughs> You know, yeah. let's say those people don't exist in real life yeah. because they do. I want to make some wrestlers on 2K. Sneaky cheating bad guy. <laughs> Smiling good guy. <laughs> you know, and that's why I like about New Japan is that, yeah, there's character, they're characters, but they all seem relatively grounded and they all come across not so much as characters, but as people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fully f- developed complex characters. So take, take it to two wrestlers in New Japan. Uh, who are basically sort of opposites, older guys, right? You got Minoru Suzuki, mean old bastard. Okay, oh, he's so charming though. Yeah, right. But mean old bastard, right? What does he do? He takes chairs to young boys all the time. Mm-hmm. Then you got Tanahashi. His credo now is love and energy. Yeah, right. Loves to air guitar and stuff. Very bright, colorful, kind of action figurey looking guy with amazing hair. Right. Now, one guy's obviously a good guy. One guy's pretty much a bad guy. Yeah. But they're characters. Like, they have dimension on the personality that you're talking about, you know? And so you get that kind of stuff. And then you got, like, you know, tweeners, I guess, kind of like Naito. Yeah. Who is kind of just a tweener because people really love him and he's popular. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, he's more kind of a heel. Like, L.I.J. are kind of heels. Yeah, he spits on everybody. Yeah, he spits on everybody. He tried to sell his belt. Well, no, he tried to buy a meal with it. Yeah, he tried to, yeah, he tried to barter, yeah. Um, and so, yeah, no, I, I agree with you. I mean, that's the thing. I'm not going to say yes or no. I'm going to say, you know, uh, yes, yeah, get rid of the smiley, happy, good guy. Get rid of the sneaky, cheating, bad guy. Give us characters who are personalities first and their tactics come second. Their tactics reflect their complex character. Mm-hmm, exactly. Yeah. So I, I agree with that. Uh, next up, we've got. One of the greatest questions ever submitted to This is my new favorite guy. On Matt Chat. This is my new favorite guy. It's pretty solid. Well, man. it's my new favorite segment. Maya's always going to be my first favorite. But now we got nonstop player. This is my God. This is great. I want him to cut all our videos, man. Yeah. Let's see. Nonstop player. Hello, Mr. Steven and Larson. Uh, this is my first Matt Chat question. Uh, I was wondering if you were to book Roman Reigns as a face and not a heel and he was only allowed to be a face, how would you get him over with the crowd? How would you book him? as a face and have people actually cheer him. Thank you, uh, Mr. Steven and Larson. Goodbye. Amazing. Oh, man. Talk fantastic. about bringing the production value up on this show. Oh, yeah. Nonstop Tenfold players. Tenfold at least. That. At least. Oh, you can go first. All right. How would I book Roman strictly as a face? Nonstop player, I go, all you got to do is watch our show. We book Raw. We've taken a little bit of time off it. We're going to come back to it at some point soon um, to do a SummerSlam build. Uh but it's it's chill Roman. Here's the thing, man. Just drop all the pressure from trying to make Roman Reigns the guy and give us the Roman that we've seen. He's cool, he's chill, he's laid back, but he's aggressive when aggression when when situations call for aggression, right? He's not saying this is my yard. He's not entitled. I don't like entitlement. I want a guy who's just sitting back, kicking throwing back some coronas. He's just chill. Hey, you know what? That's it's all good. Whatever you want to do is all good. But he's going to take advantage of opportunities, and he's going to be uh, aggressive when uh, pushed to yeah. the limit. What's the last pop Roman's probably ever got when he beat Sheamus for the WWE title in Philadelphia yeah. after punching Vince McMahon in the face? Yeah, that's the Roman that's going to get over as a face. Yeah. Is is uh, and, I, and I and I think I like the idea of Chill Roman. I think I, I think we're executing it wonderfully in We Book Raw. Amen. He's getting over. Um, however, um, in the realities of today's WWE, 
that's not going to cut it. No, nah, man. You need you need someone. You need like the 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 other side of the coin to Brock Lesnar, a guy who just goes in there and likes to beat people up. Yeah. But without being mean about it. Yeah. Um. And I think that's what, what, what smiling, happy, beat your beat. beat yeah. Your but it's, yeah. it's just like it's it's it, you you got it correct. And you said like uh, be aggressive when it's warranted. Yeah. Um. And I think that's really the key for Roman. He needs to be aggressive. He can't be just kind of sauntering out to the ramp when uh, tension is high. There needs to be a sense of urgency. Mm-hmm. And I think more than probably any other match, that match in Philadelphia um, is when he showed the most urgency, the most kind of passion, I think, in terms of getting what he wanted. Mm-hmm. And far too often we see him fade to the background or see him kind of, uh, at least in kayfabe, kind of like just phone it in almost, kind of just get by. Um, and I think if his character was driven and focused and aggressive when, need, and when needed and not afraid to kick ass when needed, mm-hmm. um, I think it would go a long way. I, remember, I just remember when he got, you know, when Triple H won the title at the Rumble that one year. Yeah, yeah. Like, I always go, I always go back to this. Like, you want your top guy. You, you can never go wrong with a guy – like Stone Cold Steve Austin. Mm-hmm. And I'm not talking about his character. I'm talking about his aggression was such that if somebody took something that was his, he wasn't going to talk about it. He wasn't going to yap about it. He wasn't going to complain about it. He was going to go get it back. Mm-hmm. He was going to go interrupt a match. He was going to go just drop stunners on people. Number one, Roman Reigns needs a better finisher. He needs a powerbomb because yeah. everybody loves a good powerbomb. You yes. go into it. If you go into a match, you start powerbombing people. It's great. Spear is whatever, and nobody knows how to sell a spear these days anyways. Um, and the Superman punch is a terrible move. I hate that move yeah, so I don't like much. It either. It's terrible. Unless you're doing it for reals in UFC, then it's great. Um, so you need a power bomb. You need to get rid of the vest. You need, he, never, he was still never rebranded from when he was with the shield. No. Um, and I, that's probably intentional. Yeah, probably, but, you know, it's crap. And, uh, well, it's just kind of lazy. Yeah, well, it's lazy. Lazy is crap. You don't want lazy in wrestling. Um, and, uh, and yeah, like you said, you, you want a guy, look, I don't care what you have to say. I don't care what your promo skills are like. I want you to beat people up, you know, and then throw back some Coronas. Yeah. So, yeah. I think that's a major part too. It's got to throw back some Coronas. Well, that's the big one. Yeah. Zach S has a question. Another Matt chat hall of famer. Let's see what he has to say. Let's go. Steven Larson, many friendos out there. It's your official friendo versus IWGP heavyweight champ. Zach S come at you with another Matt chat question. Question this week is, which era of the Bullet Club is overall the greatest era? Is it the Prince Devitt era, where Prince Devitt was the leader, the AJ Styles era, where AJ Styles was the leader, or the Kenny Omega era, where Kenny Omega is the leader? Thanks, boys. Thank you, Zach S. Thank you, Zach S. Uh, I go first, right? Yeah, it's, it's... the Bullet Club under Kenny Omega's leadership. Okay. Faction has never been as popular. True. I mean, you go to any wrestling show, it seems like half the crowd's wearing Bullet Club shirt or shirts or some sort of ancillary Bullet Club shirt. Yeah. Whether it's for the faction itself or member of faction. Um, uh, uh, he is partially responsible, along with Kazucho Okada, um, for wrestling in arguably four of the greatest matches of all time, um, all under uh, the auspices, the leadership of Bullet Club. Um I was going to talk about the depth of the roster, but that might have been better, uh, probably better during the AJ years because you not only do you had Young Bucks and Kenny, but then you also had the club and AJ. 
as well as Tomatonga. Him, pretty much everybody plus the club. Yeah, I know. So the the that's that's probably one thing you could really also push. Jeff Jarrett. Well, that's a demerit, but anyways. <laughs> um, I mean, you just speak to the popularity of the Bullet Club, and it's never been greater than it is right now, um, and definitely has never been greater than it has been under Kenny's leadership. Um, there seemed to be a time shortly after his first match against Okada where it seemed like Bullet Club was on the decline. But as soon as he came back to New Japan, onward and upwards, um, they got Funko Pop figures for the Young Bucks, for Kenny Omega. They worked as in Hot Topic. Um, uh, you know, the, the New Japan is riding the popularity of Bullet Club to try to expand here in the States. Um, it's hard to argue that Bullet Club is not better any other time but right now. Well, in terms of like, you know... Or within the last couple of years. I in terms say. of popularity, I, there's, there's, no, there's no argument to be made there. It's, it's right now. Being the elite, the merch, the toys, all that stuff. You the know, buzz surrounding uh, the matches leading to all that. And even, even, even the wrestling, even the matches. Mm-hmm. Kenny Omega is a five-star wrestling machine. Mm-hmm. Best bout machine. Best bout machine. That's what he is. So that, no argument can be made there. One thing that I hope firing squad brings back is the sense of danger mm-hmm. um Devitt and the club especially they were acting like they were flipping terrorists you know running rampant in new japan like roughing up people you know just cursing left and right and i still see that in tamatanga like you know those dudes when they're wrestling they curse a lot it's hilarious it's great we saw that beat down at the end of G1 Special in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. That there, there, there seemed to be in a little bit of danger yes. to that, especially when Tomatonga reached down and grabbed his entire front area. Um, it just, it was vicious. It was vile. It was dangerous. Yeah, and I want that to return because that era with uh, the real rock and roller. I, I I always love watching that stuff. Maybe in terms of character stuff, I like watching that stuff more than anything else mm-hmm. in Bullet Club because man, it was so it just felt so you know so edgy, like legitimately yeah. edgy. Yeah. Um, the AJ era was. I just like when the Young Bucks used to wear the face paint. I thought they looked badass with that face paint on. Um, but yeah, like they had that entire roster plus AJ Styles, and you had Kenny as the cleaner, kind of the X Factor guy, you know. I was I loved that. That was great. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's hard to argue that now, in terms of popularity, anyways, and the matches, it's best. I think they've gotten a little goofy at times. Like being the lead, there's a lot of comedy to being the elite. So you could say maybe they're a bit on the soft side. I'm hoping that Firing Squad brings them back to their more dangerous roots. All right, that's what I want to see. All right, fair enough. Uh, we got a new Matt Chatter, Cedric. Kent. All right. Welcome to the club, Cedric. Let's see what you got to say. Hey, Steve. Hey, Larson. Just wanted to say thanks for the friendo care package. Um, I just wanted to know if language barrier aside, if New Japan and WWE were to go to a war, who would win? Thanks, friendos. Too sweet and a hearty handshake. Thank you, Cedric. Thank you very much, Cedric. Uh, So if we ever get the big WWE New Japan uh, crossover event. Yeah. Um, who wins? Well, you went first last time. I'll go. I'll yeah, go yeah, first yeah, this time. Yeah. So, match wise, story wise, probably gonna be WWE. They have all the money. 
But I do believe that New Japan will be helped to a much greater degree simply because of the exposure. The exposure aspect of things, say what you will about storyline, they can have WWE just run the table and New Japan will still come out ahead in terms of the benefit to each company. WWE won't even benefit, I don't think, that much by doing something with New Japan, not to their bottom line anyways. Maybe, as we like to say, cool points-wise, they'll benefit. But New Japan, overwhelmingly, based on the exposure they would get um, to the WWE audience, um, I think that would be huge for them. Uh, Storylines, WWE. Oh, yeah, they wouldn't enter any sort of deal unless they came out on top at the end. Yeah, sure, yeah. <laughs> Not yeah. at all. Yeah. Um, you're correct about the exposure aspect, but, yeah, if you're talking storyline-wise, no, WWE wins. Yeah, for sure. WWE wins. Yeah. Totally. What would be – what if, if they did do – and we've both talked about this before. We think that it'd be um, – uh, largely exhibitions, tag matches, stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, they, w- they wouldn't be a whole lot of, especially top guy versus top guy type stuff. Right. But if they did that, who's top guy? Kenny Omega, right? Yeah. Maybe Okada. But right now it's Kenny. Yeah, yeah. Best bout machine. Yeah. Right. Um, versus who in WWE? Who would it be? Oh, that would be AJ. Would it be AJ? It would have to be AJ. When's the last time you main evented a show? Wouldn't it be Kenny versus Roman? Oh, God. How terrible would that be? Well, I mean, I mean Kenny's great, so he'd probably bring Roman to a pretty decent match. But yeah. But it wouldn't be on the same caliber as Kenny versus AJ. I feel like it should be like Okada versus Reigns. Yeah. And then Kenny versus AJ. Yeah. I feel like that's how it should be. Yeah. And then you split them. Kenny goes over. Mm-hmm. Reigns goes mm-hmm. over. Mm-hmm. You split them. Yeah. And it'd have to be like, oh, like checked out Okada. Oh, with the red pants. Vacation Okada. Yeah, yeah, with some balloons tied to him. <laughs> Vacation Okada is my favorite oh, Okada. Oh, great. Now. He's just thinking about going fishing. He really is. Uh, next, from TNA for Life. Let's see what TNA for Life has to say. What is up, friendos? It is TNA for Life here for another Match Chat question. So I'm going to start this one off by saying this. I don't understand why you guys, Stephen Larson, being hate on heavy machinery so much. You know, I love them, and I don't understand why you don't love them. Because they love barbecue. They're two big hosses, which you guys love hosses, clearly, if you got if you watch your gaming series. And they're goofy. They're fun. I don't understand why you guys don't like them. I just, I'm, I just, I don't get it. So, as much as it pains me to do this, my question this week is... If you had to resettle heavy machinery, each with a gimmick of your choosing, what would it be? So I would never do this, but just for the question's sake, I think it would be hilarious giving them the crime time gimmick. So I just want to know, like, what gimmick would you give heavy machinery to make them likable in your eyes? Thank you very much. Too sweet. Hearty handshake. Peace out. Thank you, TNA444 Life. Thank you, TNA for Life. You know, it's wrestling... Uh, we're all allowed to like and dislike, have our predilections. I'm glad that you're a Heavy Machinery fan. Yeah. I know it does seem a bit counter to what we usually like. For me, the uh, the, the parts do not add up to a total sum. No, to a degree, I, I agree with you. Um, I still can find them en- enjoyable from time to time. But yeah, it, it's it's an interesting uh, amalgam because we love hosses. Yeah, I like, food, I like barbecue. I like barbecue a ton, right? Yeah. Um, you know, I don't have one. I don't feel one way or the other about construction equipment. If I guess if it's if it's if it's interrupting my commute, yeah. then I might have an issue with it. Yeah. However, 
Um, in a vacuum, I have no issue with construction equipment. So they've really strayed away from the construction equipment aspect of their uh, gimmick. Save for the theme song with the the hammers and such. Yeah, which is again weird. Yeah. So um, and kind of they still have the warning sign type uh, ring gear. What a uh, little bit. What gimmick would you give them? At first, I said have them join Undisputed Era. Yeah. Because as anybody's cooler in Undisputed Era. Yeah, but they would make them not cool. It'd be like Jeff Jarrett joining Bullet Club. Wouldn't be that bad. Be pretty bad. I don't think it'd be that bad. Um, but then I kind of second guessed myself, so I'm still trying to reconsider. Okay. Something, something else that would work really well. Okay, I've got a couple ideas. All right, let's hear them. Street Profits. All right. I think it'd be endlessly entertaining to see them try to dance the way the Street Profits dance. I think that'd be great. It'd be very people'd be very confused. They'd be like, these guys, I mean, I don't know. Maybe they have rhythm. I don't know. They'd be like, these guys cannot dance at all. Well, Otis can do the worm pretty well. Yeah. Well, there you go. Maybe he could. There you go. I like Street Profits. They're, you know, they're all into having a good time, having, you know, party, stuff like that. Um, So there's that. I also thought maybe like a Wayne's World gimmick where they're like Mm -hmm. public access, uh, public access Mm -hmm. TV guys. Mm -hmm. And like Otis is like, this is sort of crossing gimmicks, but. Um, remember Chris Farley on the, the Chris Farley show on Saturday Night Live? Yeah. Where he was a really timid interviewer. Yeah. Well, that he would be like a really timid backstage interviewer, but then he would lose his shit in the ring. So it'd be kind of like a cross between Chris Farley and like Shy Ronnie. Yeah. How like Shy Ronnie's very shy, but then like when he blows up. So their characters are amalgam of SNL characters. Yeah, basically. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And then Tucker Knight is like Pat. <laughs> it's all 90s characters. When they juice their head, massive head wound, Harry. <laughs> they eat too much barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> Got the vomit yeah. hose in their sleeve. Yeah, I don't know. I would repack. I, I, you know, I, maybe they can come back as as fake Razor Ramon and no. fake Diesel. They form a faction with Mojo Raleigh. Oh, new hype bros. That's terrible. You know, I, man, could they sprint to the ring like he does? Yeah, could they? Yeah, I don't know, man. I'm not sure I want to see them sprint. New hype bros. They might get hurt. What if the new what about if they join him as the new Mo, the Mr. Mojo Rising, where they're all serial killers? <laughs> like call, a band of serial killers. But they just call themselves the doors. <laughs> <laughs> or something. Yeah, no, that'd be good. I like that. We have no good ideas for them whatsoever. They call themselves no, that's bad too. I'm trying to think of like other gimmicks across other federations that I, I like. know, I know, but I can't think of any. I don't know. I don't know how I'd repackage them. I really don't. How, what if they're time travelers from like the '70s? What if they're like time travelers from WCCW, and they like all think it's real and stuff? It's too close to the vaudevillains. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're back from like the 19. I know, same idea. Time travelers think it's real. <laughs> it worked in. It worked at full sale. It's not gonna work on the main roster. <laughs> Yeah, no, and then you give like um, Otis, you give him like really curly hair. Like one of the which one of the Freebirds was it? Terry Gordy? Uh, well, Jimmy Garvin had Jimmy the wavy Garvin. Hair. Yeah, like a little mustache and then Jimmy Garvin hair. That'd be cool. Yeah, I don't know if that'd be cool. Like man. a mildly attractive uh, valet <laughs> who also kind of looks like a housewife <laughs> from the seventies. I don't know, man. I don't know what you're getting do too close them. to what Mike Awesome's gimmick was in yeah, WCW. No, no, but I don't want to do like a seven, like a disco thing. Oh, all right. I want them to be like hosses. All right. So yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. What to, I don't. I honestly don't know. What I to just do feel with like them. they have to focus on one of the NWO. Things. They're in the new NWO. No, 
No. Like if they're if they're barbecue enthusiasts and have that be it. Yeah, no, that was another one I thought of, Guy Fieri. Yeah, that's good. How about their Guy cooking Fieri? Cooking show guys. Yeah, yeah cooking yeah. show guys. Yeah. And when they do their 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 loop, which I don't know is like a span of how many miles between the shows. Oh, I don't know either. They like stop at their favorite food like food blogs. Yeah. Food vlogs, sorry. Yeah. 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 See, that's the best idea yet. Yeah. And yeah. then they throw out the yeah. <laughs> All right, next question from Patrick Sparks. Let's oh, see what Patrick man, Sparks has to say. Oh, yeah, and it's got a, my new favorite guest star, his dog. Yeah. Hey, friendos, Pat here. It's really hot here in New Hampshire, but my dog, this one right there, Rocky, got injured the other day. He's got a hurt leg, but that inspired me to do a dog-based question. I want you to debate which real dog mascot is best mascot and which wrestler dog is best dog so you got Tori Wilson's Chloe which is a very small dog I forget what kind then you got Al Snow's Pepper who we know what happened and then you got the British Bulldogs with Matilda and that leads into next debate are British Bulldogs best dogs or is Junkyard Dog best dog or is the big dog the best dog thanks friendos and bonus which dog is best dog, Larson's or Steve's? Thanks, friendos. Bye. Thank you, Patrick. Hope your dog gets better. Uh, yeah, I know. Oh, I just want to kiss that little face. That's the best. Yeah, Patrick showing off his guns. Man. I know, you see man. that? Yeah. Heck yeah, rocking the tank top. Best dog in wrestling history is Matilda. You know, surprisingly, dogs don't really have, like, there's not that big of a, of a history with dogs in wrestling, you know. So I don't know. I don't really have. I don't have a, That's why a, a dog in this I race. Say is Matilda, because uh, Matilda was one of the more prominent aspects of the British Bulldogs as a tag team. They always brought Matilda ringside. Yeah. Um, and you know it was a British Bulldog. They yeah, were British sure. Bulldogs. They, that's what they it all worked. To, yeah, it all worked. Yeah. So um, as far as who was the best wrestler with dog in their name, oh, that's JYD. It's JYD. I remember I, he was like one of my favorite cartoon characters when. Back when I only knew wrestling from the Rock and mm -hmm. Wrestling cartoon mm -hmm. show, so it's 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 JYD, yeah. For as sure. far as who dog is whose dog is the best, it's who you know the owner of the dog is gonna say think their dog is the best. I think Zoe's the best dog in the world. I, I miss my Turbo boy. He was the best. Turbo was a good dog, and Gypsy's a good girl. Um, she hates some people, including your wife. Yeah, really weird. Um, I honestly think that your wife just reminds her of somebody. I think like she trig she gets triggered by like certain people. And it's weird, um, but other people, she's totally like my parents. She's totally cool with them. She seems cool with me sometimes, and sometimes she'll growl at me. Well, it depends on what you're doing. She's very protective in her home. Like, so she growls at Will when he comes over. But then, like, they took Gypsy over to uh, Monica's house, and like, because it was Will's territory, she was totally submissive to him. Hmm. So I don't know what the deal there is. She's very protective of her territory. Yeah, but I mean, as much as I was over there, I'd just be standing in the kitchen microwaving food. Yeah, standing there. She just wanted you to give her some food. Well, that's not going to happen. Well, that's probably why she's growling at you, because you don't do that. Like, that's rude. No, give her food. No, it's rude. It's rude. You're supposed to give her some food. Give I'm her not something. supposed to give her anything. Yeah, you are. No, I'm not. You're in my house. That's part of the rules of being in my house. Well, those were never expressed to me. Well, I'm pretty sure I said something like that. You were there, like, a lot. Um, but You uh, never presented to me as if it were a rule. All of my gypsy bug. She chases gophers in the morning. And then you get sprayed by skunks. She that's only happened a couple times. Boy, that sucked too. Yeah, I don't go there at night anymore. It's good because we did skunks. 
Yeah, man. Yeah. Got to watch out for skunks. You do. Next question. She's too slow to get those gophers, though. Oh, are gophers pretty fast? Yeah. I wasn't aware. I mean, in short distances. Yeah. If it was like a long distance race, I'm then pretty Gypsy sure she would have get, the upper hand. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Uh, DJ Mott's got a question. Let's see what he has to say. Hey, Steven Larson. It is your going in raw sneakerhead DJ Mott here. Had a quick question for you guys. What is your most hated wrestling buzzword, whether in media or on commentary? My most hated as far as in media is probably anything having to do with Kenny Omega coming to the WWE. Everything's possible. We don't need to hear about every little maybe. It, it's not going to help anything. He's not coming anytime soon. As far as on commentary, anything that Michael Cole is saying that seems like a orgasmic release for him. Boss time is a perfect example. Another perfect example is extraordinary man who does extraordinary things. It kills the, it kills Finn Balor, in my opinion. So what is your guys's? Love to know your thoughts. Too sweet. Hearty handshake. Thanks, guys. Thank you, DJ Mott. Thank you, DJ Mott. Yeah, there's there's a couple of them out there. I always crack up when WWE, because, you know, they, they obviously have a lot of former TNA talent, AJ Styles, Samoa Joe, Bobby Roode, um, Eric Young now, of course. Um, Used to be Austin Aries. Uh, Austin Aries, yeah. Um, whenever somebody from TNA comes in, they always refer to their previous time in wrestling as traveling the world or, you know, wrestling all over the world. Well, like Bobby Roode primarily, I'm sure maybe he wrestled elsewhere. I don't know if they were allowed to during their time in TNA. I simply don't know. But he was like a very TNA guy. He was like world champ there, multiple-time tag team champ, et cetera, et cetera. And like they just say, yeah, he wrestled all around the world. Well, for a spell, TNA was a pretty big deal. Yeah. You know, like we didn't really watch, but it was a pretty big deal. And he cut his teeth there for a very long time in TNA. So, like, you can call it what it is. They just, around the world. Samoa Joe, same thing. I know Samoa Joe's in Ring of Honor, and he did travel the world and stuff. But it's not like he was, like, a big name in New Japan. I don't know if he ever even wrestled in New Japan. I have no idea. But the fact that I don't know says something. He did wrestle for a very long time and, you know, with much acclaim in TNA. Yes. And when they refer to Samoa Joe, wrestled all around the world. Mainly in TNA, though. Yeah, you want TNA to get the respect. Here's what I don't like. I'm happy you, you mentioned this to me. When the Raw after Mania, just any other show where they think it's going to happen, where they do the thing where they say, well, you can expect some crowd reactions here to be different. They may boo who they usually cheer or cheer who they usually boo because they're really enthusiastic. Can you think of a more condescending thing? Oh, it's completely condescending. They can say about fans, like the diehard fans. Oh, well, they're People just who've being traveled, silly. traveled thousands yeah. of miles to come witness your product live. Yeah. And you say, well, oh, they're just here to boo who you th people here usually cheer and yeah. cheer who everybody else here usually boos. It's like, no, they're just voicing their opinion. And that's, it's generally speaking, not too far from <laughs> right. how everybody reacts to Roman Reigns. Exactly. Because that's pretty much what they're talking about. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, that's no, the worst. That's like the one thing commentary WB says. Oh, I hate that. Oh, that makes me cringe. And poor Corey Graves. He's the one who has to say it now. I know, I know. Oh, you man. You know, he just... Those are probably like his least favorite bits of script during the course of, oh, I would of the year. So. I oh, would he probably so. just ooh, 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 ooh. ooh. Hey, ooh. 
All right, our last video question comes from Steve Zodiac Killer. Let's see what Steve Zodiac Killer has to say. Very scary. Hello, Steven Larson. It's Steve's Zodiac Killer here, the leader of Zodiac Goon. And my matchup question this week to cause a bit of conflict between you two is, what's the best show to watch on your channel? Um, I'd love to know what you guys think. For me, personally, it's the news shows, just to keep up um, with what's going on behind the scenes. Um, but I'd love to know what you guys think. Um, so I'll see you next time. Too sweet and a hearty handshake. Thank you. Thank you, my Zodiac Killer. That's Adam Nuttall. I'm going to put over Friendo Road. Okay. I know it's in terms of the product that we generally do. It hasn't been Great around show. very long. Um, but I'm going to put it over. It's us going back to our roots, trying to tell stories on video, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, not film. We went to film school. Um, well, it's not really i mean it's, uh, yes it is video but it's just you know, pixels okay it's digital information that i'm aware it's ones and zeros it's binary it's like information yes. i always think of like videotape is videotape okay whatever it's ones and zeros whatever yeah. you're gonna call it yeah um but it's it, it, we know we're trying to tell narrative stories we're not recapping i mean they shoot a lot of hollywood movies on video these days the vast majority of them are well movies is just moving images so, so it still qualifies really... as movies it's just not films yeah they're movies still little movies yeah but they still call them films yeah, I know. So we can call what we want. I, I like it as I, I like to call it a short film series. Yes, that's what it is. Yeah, and I like it. I like doing it. It takes it. it it's probably our more most labor intensive show to do. Yeah. Um, but uh, we've been very happy with the results so far. Um, the response from the Friendoverse has been outstanding. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna put over Friendo Road. I think of all our programming. Um, that's what you. Sh- that's what I'm gonna put over. That's what you should watch. You should go back and watch. Uh, going in raw daily shorts. <laughs> Seemed like such a great idea when we started doing them. You know, I, I, if honestly, if we had an editor, I would be like, hey, let's do those again, because I really like them. It's just like there's only so much news, and like, I have a hard time. I, we both they didn't really serve their intended purpose, though. Not really, but I don't know. I mean, there might have been people. There might have been people that. Number one, I really enjoyed him, and that's kind of the, the end-all, be-all for me, is do I enjoy doing it? Is it something I like doing? Does, do I think it adds quality to the show? For all we know, there could have been a whole bunch of people out there who did enjoy the the daily shorts that didn't want to watch our longer podcast. It's just maybe there was the same number. Of, we didn't notice it because we don't have the full analytics. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, there could have been well, people. Well, there's not exit surveys when someone subs from YouTube. Right, exactly. But, no, you're right. Like, the, the main reason we did that is to try to boost our – try to grow the channel boost our sub numbers and right now they can't get any worse like they're just free falling so well i mean they could get worse we could have zero sub and we still have far, a long way away from that um yeah <laughs> yeah we're so up, it could get worse. we're like one hundred and ninety thousand away from having from that. the worst case scenario from yes. worst case having scenario. no subscribers from worst case scenario so um no i mean unless we had an editor i wouldn't advocate bringing it back and on top of that we're a podcast primarily we are a podcast mm-hmm. that's what we do yeah that's what we do um along with friend i like no i love friend we do what we want to do that's the great thing about yes. this channel we do what we want to do hopefully start doing sneaker vlogs fl- next week on friendoville friendoville i'm going channel. in raw i'm yeah. not gonna put my sneaker videos on or going in raw wrestling channel right yeah going on friendoville i'm trying to think of other things that i really enjoy that, that we have to offer on this channel besides you know just podcast guy mm-hmm. just podcast mm-hmm. stuff um, we well, always say Matt Chat's your favorite show because it, it involves the community the most. Matt Chat is honestly, it's it's 
like my least favorite show to do is count out just because sometimes we have to be like, okay, what are we going to think of this week? Matt Chad's great because like, you know, sometimes they're in jokey questions. Sometimes they're just really like straight up wrestling questions. Yeah. I, or, I like it all Or for this week is half uh, anime mayhem questions. Yeah. Now this week I don't like because of that, but generally speaking, I freaking love Matt Chad. Mm-hmm. I love seeing our, our community out there. It's fantastic. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we have one more question from Joshua, the dynamic Knight Martinez, who usually uh, puts his handsome face here on the show. But uh, today he says it's been a busy couple last days. Uh, so no video question. If I were to bring edibles uh, to StarCast, can we get high as shit together? Well, here's the thing. There's a couple things. Primarily, this is a professional event. It's a professional environment. We should be professionals. Okay, well, that's a dumb answer. That's the most dad shit I've ever heard in my life. Well, it's the, it's, it's, it's a, a good a answer and a truthful. It's a wrestling convention. I'm aware. My we're is, there in a professional capacity, therefore we should be professionals and probably not get completely baked off our asses. Okay, well, here's my thing. I'm going to say what you said in a less nerdy way. We have to like be cognizant. We have to be aware enough to like sell T-shirts and like autograph things and talk with friendos. If I'm baked, I can't do that. So that would be a problem for me. I don't care about being professional. That sounds nerdy and annoying. You just just annoyed me. No, that's not true. You just annoyed me. You do care about being professional. You just annoyed me with all that. So disregard that crap that you just said. Be professional. You want to be professional? Be professional. Don't be flicking things like you could have hit the camera. You no, could have hit the camera my just aim now. Is true, it went over the camera. And uh, so that's what I'm going to say. On top of that, isn't uh, weed illegal in uh, Illinois? I have no idea. I think it find out because I know it's legal in a couple places. Yeah, I don't believe Illinois is one is of them, but it could marijuana be legal in Chicago? Legal marijuana question. A step closer to being Illinois marijuana laws. Uh, is weed legal in Illinois? Here we go. Uh, medical debilitating illness, uh, extended 2020, not for recreation. All right. That eliminates that. So unless I decide to get, um, an interstitial cystitis, which is one of the things you can, uh, interstitial what? Cyst. I think it's just a cyst. Oh, uh, so probably not because the last thing I want to do is cross state lines. Like, Oh yeah, that's bad. Well, he's saying he's going to bring them. No, I know. Um, yeah, we couldn't do that. No, it's not going to happen. Sorry. We're not going to take a brownie on a plane to Illinois. No. If you board the plane in California, depends on the amount, but they I mean, I mean you're probably not allowed to travel with it. No. Right. Right. I don't believe so. Mm. But I don't know if like one, uh, <laughs> yeah. One, uh, like a weed card in one state is valid in another state. I don't know about that. I have no idea. I don't know. I don't know. For medical use. Yeah. So anyways, going to say probably no. No, no, no. I mean, no. probably no. No. It's like a soft nay. It's a pretty definitive Like if it's me. the end of the day and we're like, hey, we're going to go to freaking Buffalo Wild Wings. And he's like, hey, dynamic night here. You want a little chunk of brownie? No, probably not. I'd be like, come on, dude, just do it. Why would you want to pressure me into doing it? Yeah. No. Because you're being a dick. No, I'm not being a dick. I'm I'll just be doing like, what I do. Mm, come on, dude. I'm like, oh, Guy's such an embarrassment. <laughs> you're gonna say that regardless. Well, you're sitting there, at Buffalo Wild Wings, Wild Wings, like this. 
No, man, I mean, that's you. That's your face. I'm no, going to be not. dying. I'm going to be laughing over the bill, over the tip that I left. <laughs> Boy, that was a funny situation. Anyways, that's it for Matt Chat. Thanks so much for tuning in. We appreciate all your questions. And Joshua, I appreciate you wanting to get as high as fuck. Until next time, we'll talk to you guys later. Goodbye. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well. Whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now, all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.